folks, I'm in a good mood today. I'm thankful today because not only is this the end of the mask mandate in the state of New Jersey and the end of social distancing, which means big changes for church this Sunday, is uh, we will not be insisting that uh, that people wear masks or social distancing with the tape up or any of that stuff. We won't be at least we won't be policing any of that that stuff. Um, I'm happy. I'm thankful that that we're coming out of this long period of incredibly strange times and that there seems to be some return to quote normalcy. Uh, that said, I am going to be preaching about that concept this weekend because I think that there's a whole lot of loaded baggage uh, with that word that probably is worth talking about from the perspective of the scriptures. But um, another reason I'm excited is because I am part of a new podcast that drops today that we, we are calling A Field Guide to the Bible. Uh, the co-hosts of the podcast with me are me, Daniel Emery Price, and Chad Bird, Old Testament scholar par excellence. And the purpose of the podcast really is in its title. It's meant to be a field guide to the Bible. So that means whether you are a Bible scholar or you're just coming to the Bible literally for the first time, it's meant to be accessible to everyone because the hope is we're introducing everyone to really the grand narrative of the entire scriptures. Yes, there is one long narrative, a narrative thread that ties every book, no matter how divergent, every word together. And so all 16 episodes of the Old Testament are being dropped today, and you can subscribe to that on your favorite podcast app, whatever that is. And if you wouldn't mind doing that, that would be great. And uh, maybe, you know, give us a nice review uh, as you begin listening to it. I, I would really appreciate it. Anyhow, that drops today, and I'm excited about that. I'm looking forward to how God's going to use that in people's lives. I think uh, it could be really helpful uh, for people from every kind of background interacting with the scriptures. So, so I'm happy about that. But uh, And so in light of being thankful, I wanted to do a psalm of thanksgiving today. Psalm 136, give thanks to the Lord for he is good for his steadfast love endures forever. Give thanks to the God of gods for his steadfast love endures forever. Give thanks to the Lord of lords for his steadfast love endures forever. You might be picking up on a theme and that is the psalmist is meditating on the love of God, specifically this, this undying ever enduring love it doesn't fade it doesn't fail it sticks with us through thick and thin no matter what pits we enter into no matter what sins we commit god doesn't give up on us that's the idea here and as the psalmist meditates on that he can't help but burst forth in praise and then he begins meditating on sort of three aspects or three ways that we see god's love in our lives the first way is in sort of the first stanza here, verses four through nine, and it's really meditating on God's work in creation when he first began this whole project. And so you'll hear him say this, to him who alone does great wonders for his steadfast love endures forever. To him who by understanding made the heavens for his steadfast love endures forever. To him who spread out the earth above the waters for his steadfast love endures forever. To him who made the great lights for his steadfast love endures forever. I'll, I'll stop there for the sake of time, but you get the point. The psalmist meditates on God's work in creation and is filled with praise. And so too, folks, I mean, as, as we saw the, the lunar eclipse this last week and we saw the gigantic moon that, that we were greeted with just a couple of days ago, 
Yes, it's right and good to be filled with praise at a God who is so powerful that he governs not just this little, little, little speck that we call home, the planet Earth, but he governs the entirety of the universe, or for that matter, multiverses, who knows, you know, but he's got it all. And as we meditate on the design that we see in creation, even looking at our DNA for that, it's right and good to be filled with praise and thanksgiving as the psalmist is here because he doesn't just create like the deist version of God creates and then steps back. But no, God is intimately involved in the process. It's driven by his faithful, undying love. And indeed, that undying love doesn't just manifest itself in creation, but it manifests itself in the way he works on behalf of his people. And so you really see that theme laid out for us in verses 10 through 22, where the psalmist recounts all the ways that God has worked on behalf of his people, Israel. First, he talks about being delivered out of Egypt and God parting the sea and the Red Sea to give them away out. Clearly miraculous works. And as he recounts the ways God has worked for his people, he bursts forth with thanksgiving. Indeed, no matter what we're going through today, no matter what struggles we may have, it's good, it's very, very good to remember the miracles that God has done for us. Now you say, I don't know that I've ever experienced a miracle. Fair enough, maybe you haven't. Most of us maybe have not either. But you have been a recipient of a miracle if you are a Christian because you have been, you have been made a new creation. You have been bought and paid for by the very blood of the Son of the living God. There's nothing more miraculous than that. If you're having trouble looking back at the past and being thankful, look back at that past event at least and be thankful. Because it cost God everything to have you. And yet because of his great love for us, as John 3 abundantly says, he happily does it. Happily gives up himself to have you as his own, to make you a brother and sister of Christ our Lord, and indeed a child of the Father who is in heaven, filled with the Holy Spirit. And then the last thing that the psalmist focuses on as he's filled with praise is, well, God's continuing care for us even now in the day-to-day. -day. One of my favorite things about the last 14 months or so happened three weeks into this pandemic. Believe me, I don't have a whole lot of things that I could say were my favorite things. But one of the things I really loved initially is how many people were looking at grocery store workers and delivery truck drivers and calling them heroes because they were delivering the food we needed. They were keeping society running at a time when society seemed like it was very unpredictable and very shaky. And suddenly we began looking at these people that we passed by without even thinking about and being grateful for their willingness to come out and stock the shelves so that we could stock our shelves in our home and make sure that we had enough to eat. Guys, what that is, if we look behind the, the person, that, that's God's gift to us. God is the one supplying those gifts, supplying those needs. And so the psalmist says in verse 23, it is he who remembered us in our low estate for his steadfast love endures forever and rescued us from our foes for his steadfast love endures forever. He who gives food to all flesh for his steadfast love endures forever. Yes, 
whatever food you nibble on today that you munch on, whatever little bite you have, it is from the hand of God that it is given. And it is right and appropriate. It's proper to say, thank you, God, for these gifts to me. To look at life as gift changes everything. To look at every breath as gift, because it is, changes everything. And so I would encourage you today to meditate on these three things as well as you consider God's loving care for you. Number one, God's care for you in creation. Number two, God's care for you in his saving work, specifically through Jesus Christ our Lord. And number three, his continuing care for you as you go out into the world today. Give thanks to the God of heaven for his steadfast love endures forever. Amen.